Jason Higgins off to the left. Burrow looking that direction. It's a slant. Chase goes back behind him and makes a terrific catch. And the Bengals pick up the first down. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. I know we've been doing it for the last couple weeks with Fowler calling the Monday Night Football games. It still weirds me out a little bit when it's Chris Fowler's voice sure. and then it's like not college football. I'm like, oh, is this like, like an LSU highlight? It's like, oh, no, actually, like he called the Rams-Bengals game this past Monday night where Jamar Chase finally had his breakout performance a couple games into the season, looked really good. And uh, I think the expectation is he should eat again this week coming up against the Tennessee Titans secondary. Matt Harmon from Yahoo Sports will join us in just a second to break that down and more. But for our live audience still to come on the show, Sam Paniadovich, Colin Wilson, Anthony DeBundo, Brad Evans, who join us every phenomenal football Friday. We look forward to having those guests on. Lockmas coming up in hour number three, Ken's entire college football card for the weekend and then it's the power hour with the big all ass the big ass power hour side and total thoughts every single game week four nfl sunday with all the latest updated injury information as it comes in in real time here on you better you bet but joining us right now to kick off our tremendous string of guests today is the aforementioned making his you better you bet debut and i've been a fan of this guy for a long time does outstanding work like breaking down fantasy football reception perception is unbelievable kind of changing the way people in the fantasy football community think about wide receivers and projecting wide receiver performance and as we've talked about on this show for the last couple of years, like the intersection of fantasy sports, prop betting, betting on games has never been um, uh, closer than it is right now. Matt Harmon joins us now on You Better You Bet. Matt is on Twitter at Matt Harmon underscore BYB, Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Fantasy, ReceptionPerception.com and the Reception Perception podcast. Matt, welcome to the show. It's Nick and Ken. Happy Football Friday. How's it going? What up, boys? Uh, appreciate you having me. Yeah, listen, uh, obviously talking about wide receivers for years and I got lucky that, you know, people want to know the question that I had about football when I got started, which is, you know, when watching games on Sunday, what the hell are these wide receivers doing when they're running off the screen? They're running all these routes. They're trying to get open. They're trying to create separation. Somebody ought to give them credit uh, for when they create that good separation. They run those good routes, but they don't necessarily get the football or they don't get a, a great pass thrown their way. Uh, I decided to become the lunatic that did all that. And, uh, you know, tens of thousands of routes later, here we are. So I'm, I'm, uh, I'm enjoying the season. It's been a really fun one, and I'm excited to chop it up with you guys today. Thanks, man. I appreciate you you coming on. It's, I mean, it sounds like a really, really cool concept. I think hopefully we can apply it to some of the games maybe taking place this weekend. Maybe not get things like 100% or predict things that are absolutely going to happen, but get just some some worthwhile guesses, some educated guesses that maybe can help us make some valuable decisions. We, we played Jamar Chase there, and maybe we'll just start with that game. I, I've sort of bought back in on the Bengals here. I know Joe Burrow's hurt, and I know maybe this thing just like never works out and he aggravates the injury and they never look the same but they are facing the Titans and it is Joe Burrow and it's Jamar Chase and this Bengals offense who at times can definitely show flashes of being really, really good. And they have a trio of great, great wide receivers. How do you see this matchup against the Titans playing out? A lot of people have sold Tennessee's past defense as being poor. What do you make of this matchup? How do you project Cincy's offense and their wideouts? Yeah, it's tough because part of that game on Monday night, you're watching it and it just feels so unsustainable what the, what the Bengals are doing right now. You know, they're, they're, they're throwing passes short of the sticks. Um, it's a lot of, you know, check downs. You know, Joe Burrow right now ranks 34th in completion rate over expected. Not great considering there are 32 teams in the NFL. Um, so it's a lot of like that short stuff. But I would say from a Jamar Chase perspective, he's actually really good. And I think underrated on base NFL routes like the slant, 
the curl, the dig. And you saw that with how they're able to move him around the formation and get him into space and making plays after the catch. That's a big asset for him in terms of how he can win as a wide receiver. And you mentioned it, the real issue here is the Tennessee Titans pass defense is just a mess. So I think that, look, I'm, I'm always going to be lowering expectations for these Bengals pass catching guys, you know, the whole offense in general, as long as Joe Burrow is playing with this injury, but we're lowering expectations from like an A tier unit to, you know, maybe a B minus tier unit. I think in that situation, Jamar Chase can still get home. Yeah, and at BetMGM, our show sponsor, Chase's receiving yards number for this week, 83.5. T. Higgins, 56.5. I think we get a big-time bounce-back game from T. Higgins after a brutal yeah. game for him, by his standards this past Monday night. Matt, I want to ask you about the Miami Dolphins receiving core ahead of the game on Sunday on the road in Buffalo, where we haven't seen like the breakout Jalen Waddle game yet, and obviously like he missed last week with the concussion, whereas Tyreek Hill's been an absolute monster. Tyreek's number at BetMGM is 88.5, and the discrepancy between the two is always like like pretty wide like Tyreek is usually like about 15 yards ahead of Waddle this is almost like 30 yards ahead of Jalen Waddle this week Waddle's only 59 and a half is his mark for this week um, against the Bills and he's been practicing in full he's gonna play I kind of look at that and if I had to choose I'd much rather go over on Jalen Waddle. they might both go over but I love that Waddle <laughs> number do, do you do you agree with me here on Jalen Waddle and that number seeming a little low to you and can he find success against the Bills secondary on Sunday and they'll be down Jordan Poyer I'm actually really glad you brought this up because my buddy James Coe and I were just talking about this exact prop on BetMGM on our Sicko live stream uh, for, for our top tier subscribers over at Reception Perception. And the reason that I like the over here for, for Jalen Waddle, one, you mentioned it, he hasn't really had that big eruption game yet. And I think the mistake that fantasy players made this offseason was that this was kind of a 1A, 1B duo. Um, and, and this is no disrespect to Jalen Waddle, who's a fantastic player, but like Tyree Kill is so far and away just the alpha of that offense. He's just, he's reached that elite tier where I think we're still waiting for Jalen Waddle to get there. But he's a fantastic player. And, and the reason I think there is that gap is because Jalen Waddle is, if we're looking at these two guys, the one who struggles with like physical press man coverage on the outside more. Um, now they do a lot more to get Tyree Kill open. Uh, in terms of like moving him around the formation, those like full speed motions that we see out of the Miami Dolphins offense, they do that a lot more with Jalen Waddle than they do it or with Tyreek Hill than they do it with Jalen Waddle. But Jalen Waddle showed last year he's one of the best zone beating receivers in the NFL. Uh, Buffalo is a very zone heavy defense, and you mentioned the safeties missing. That's going to just it kind of increase, I think, the responsibility about on the guys on the back end. And this reflected in Jalen Waddle's performances last year against Buffalo, 25.5 yards per catch in their week three meeting. Um, and then obviously that big game against uh, Buffalo kind of near in late December, like in bad weather, 28.6 yards per catch. Like I think Jalen Waddle rips a couple big plays in this one and gets over 60 yards receiving. Matt, I, I know before the season, a lot of people were skeptical, and I, myself included, about maybe what the Rams were going to be this year. And part of that was driven by the fact that once Cooper Cup went on IR, and once it was like, is he even going to play this year? You just you look at the team on a sheet of paper, and you just go like, how's how's this going to happen? Like Stafford's great. How is this going to happen? And a large part of what's driven them so far has been the performance of Puka Nakua and Tutu Atwell, and they play at the Colts this week. I'm curious, kind of like what you've seen from both those guys. Like here's kind of a like a forgotten draft pick from Louisville. And then here's like a rookie who really, you know, like, I don't think anybody, even like the, even the Nakua family maybe kind of like saw this performance coming. <laughs> Nakua's prop against the Colts this weekend, low 70s, 2-2 Atwell, high 50s. Curious if you could see some of their success continuing this weekend. 
Yeah, uh, I wouldn't count myself among the Nakua family, obviously, but I was a real big fan of him as a prospect. But yeah, shoot, no, even I, and I was like kind of higher on in the consensus, even I didn't see this coming, right? Like you said, nobody saw this coming this start to the year. But the thing that stands out to me with Puka Nakua is like this is a guy who can line up outside and beat man coverage. That's what he showed in his collegiate reception perception profile, 74% success rate versus man. And then right away from the jump in that week one win over Seattle, you know, mostly he's running against zone coverage and he's a very good zone coverage receiver as well. But you saw like several instances where he had to go against physical press man coverage and he would win on the outside. I think that's critical in this matchup against the Colts, because as you mentioned, their outside cornerback position has been an area to attack. You know, it's really been like the one time we've seen the best of Calvin Ridley was when he was lining up on ISO routes against man coverage against this Colts defense. So I like the way Puka sets up here. Um, you know, obviously like I think 73 and a half is, is kind of a big number. Um, definitely, you know, that's always scary to push the over on something like that. And, and if you are a little freaked out by that, you look at Tutu Atwell, who's been primarily an outside receiver. Now it's like outside receiver when you look at the data, cause he's again, been that full speed pre-snap motion player. You know, they'll probably line him up in the slot and then move him full motion. And he's gets counted as an outside receiver. Cause that's where he is when the ball is snapped. So it's not like true outside receiver stuff like we see with Puka, but that pre-snap motion again is going to get him a lot of advantageous opportunities. And we've already seen that play out through the course of the season. A couple more minutes here with Matt Harmon from Yahoo Sports with Nick and Ken. You better, you bet phenomenal football Friday. Matt on Twitter at Matt Harmon underscore BYB. Matt, fascinated to get your thoughts on this Chargers receiving core coming up this Sunday against the Las Vegas Raiders with Mike Williams now out for the season. Now, Keenan Allen, I think everyone knows, is a stud. Had the huge game last yeah. week against the Vikings. His receiving yards number here is 85 and a half. But I think the question that fantasy owners and prop bettors are going to have try to answer this weekend is what happens with Josh Palmer and the rookie, the first round rookie, Quinton Johnston. And this is, I think, less of like a big picture convo. Let's just talk about this particular game here. Palmer, 28 and a half. Johnston, 20 and a half right now at our show sponsor, BetMGM, the king of sports books. Do, do you prefer one over the other? Like, is the Johnston number too low? We have about a minute for this answer, Matt, on the Chargers receiving core this weekend. Tough thing with, with Quentin Johnson right now is he just hasn't been playing much. And like, I think this was something you could see coming because he was a developmental guy coming into the league. Like he did not have traditional wide receiver route running in his profile coming out of TCU. And I think it's been smart for the chargers to slow play him. You know, I hosted a show with Austin Eckler over on Yahoo. And he talked about even like these rookie receivers and, and specifically Johnson have to get like their feeling in zone coverage a little bit better to be like full-time starters. So I think Josh Palmer, look, Quinton Johnson, I think has a higher ceiling. And like by the end of the year, he could be a big time player for the Chargers. But Josh Palmer, I think I'm not overthinking what we saw from him last year where he had to play in Keenan Allen's role. Like that's not a good fit for him, but he can be like a facsimile of what they get out of Mike Williams as a vertical lack of separation downfield receiver. I think that's a better role for him to play right now. Matt, final question, 10 seconds to go here. Give us one receiver this weekend that you really like that you think could exceed expectations in a big way. In about 10 seconds, please. Both the Texans receivers. Uh, I like Nico Collins and Tank Dell. Sprinkle a, little sprinkle a little over on both those guys. Pittsburgh's a great defense, but they got stung by Ayuk in week one, Amari Cooper in week two, and obviously Devontae Adams and Jacoby Myers in week three. So I think outside receiver against the Texans or against the Steelers is continuing to be a matchup we should target.
I love me some Tank Dell. Have him basically everywhere. Matt, we really enjoyed this. We appreciate you making the time and what's a very busy season for you. Matt does awesome work with our friends at Yahoo Sports, Yahoo Fantasy, ReceptionPerception.com, and the Reception Perception Podcast again on Twitter, at Matt Harmon underscore BYB. My friend, we sincerely appreciate it. Good luck with all the fantasy. Good luck with the bets this weekend. And hopefully we'll do this again down the line. Yeah, appreciate it. Anytime, guys. Really, th- really thankful for you guys for having me. Our friend Matt Harmon from Yahoo Sports joining us here on You Better, You Bet. Hour one done, hour two for you. Coming up on the other side, we'll be live on Stadium, and we'll start off the hour with our good friend, Sam Paniatovich.